0: Hey there, Amanda Smith here, and welcome inside this week's edition of How She Did It. As always, happy to have you here, so make sure you subscribe. So you may know today's guest is one of the best passers in the game of basketball, Lady Magic, a WNBA champion, Hall of Famer, sports agent. Should I keep going? Here's Tisha Pinachero, take a listen. Amanda Smith here with Tisha Penichero all the way from Portugal. Thanks for joining me on the show today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime. We're taking it international. I'm so excited. I know. Time difference. Time difference in everything. Doesn't matter. I know it's later for you. Yeah, it's only
1: nine Shout out to you
0: for making (laughs) this happen. All good. So I was reading that your dad and your brother first introduced you to basketball when you were just five years old at what point did you sort of realize okay I could actually make a career out of this Mm, I don't know if I realized I could
1: make a career but I definitely fell in love with the game I enjoyed playing Uh, a lot of times it was me and a bunch of boys um, and trying to prove myself that I can actually play with them if they would let me um but I didn't Realized that I could possibly have a career, maybe until I was like 17, 16, 17, when I started developing the American dream and knowing that I wanted to go to the States uh, and possibly come back and play in Europe, you know, professionally. When I went, you know, I'm telling my age, but when I went in 94 uh, to go to Old Dominion, there was no WNBA. So my goal definitely was not to play professional in the States, was to come back and play in Europe. And obviously things changed a little bit.
0: This a little... Just a little bit. <laughs> when you made the decision to go to Old Dominion, what was the transition like, moving from Portugal to the United States? It was tough.
1: Uh, I mean, to to leave my my family, my country, my friends, my comfort zone. Uh, it was tough. It was a step in the dark. I really didn't know if I was going to be successful, but I know that this is what I had been thinking about for two or three years, and I don't think you can live with regrets. And I didn't want to go in my life without really knowing what it would be like to, to go to the States and have the opportunity to be, you know, play in a school that gives you all the conditions and everything for you to be the best player that you can be. So uh, it was tough, but I, uh, I know that was the decision that it changed my life completely. So I've, I've, I have absolutely no regrets, clearly.
0: <laughs> in your WNBA career, out of all of your accomplishments, is there an achievement that stands out to you the most? Uh, I think, um, there's
1: a few, uh, I mean, getting your degree and, uh, and, uh, and being able to to do everything in a foreign language because obviously my first language is Portuguese. So you get to school and everything. It's obviously I already spoke English, but it was not at the level that I, I speak today. And I remember being in school and being so overwhelmed trying to write everything the professor was saying. And then, um, so obviously you know getting to the Final Four, make sure uh, Old Dominion was top twenty-five uh, for most of my junior and senior year, uh, and then being the number two draft pick. I mean, there's so many things. Winning a, a W. NBA championship was huge probably like the highlight of my career um so there's a lot of um things that I, i've done and i accomplished obviously this is a, a team sport so you never accomplish anything by yourself um but there's really hard to pinpoint just one
0: your bios on your twitter and your instagram say something that i love and it says basketball is what i used to do not who i am in your own words who are you i um
1: Somebody that is simple, like a simple person that tries to enjoy life. I feel like time goes by super fast, and, uh, you know, you try and enjoy every day. I love my friends. I love my family. Um, very simple, and I definitely love basketball. I watch, like, every game. It doesn't matter if it's NCAA, WNBA, NBA. I'm always the have. Sometimes I have my computer, my iPad. My phone's like, everything is on with, with games on. Um, and if you, I, I think I just enjoy life and I, I try to live it you know, every day to the fullest and just um, be, um, be a good person.
0: I always see you tweeting about the games. Everyone go follow her. She's got some good <laughs> takes, hot takes. <laughs> now you work as a sports agent mm-hmm. and you have said that you don't really see yourself as an agent, but more of a mentor to help players make the transition into professional sports. Right. Why is it important to you to share your knowledge with the next generation of athletes? Well,
1: uh, the way that I recruit and I, I tell them this is like everything that you're going to go through, I have been through it, literally. I've been in your shoes. I've been in the WNBA. I've been overseas. I've been homesick. I've been hurt. I've been have coaches overseas that sometimes they don't know what they're doing. Um, you know, so every, pretty much every situation that these players are going to go through I have been through it, so my my advice is always by experience. Uh, It's not just trying to say what they want to hear. And at the end of the day, this is my way to giving back to the game. The game of basketball gave me more than I could ever imagine. You know, people that I've met, places that I've been, money that I've made. Um, And this is kind of my way of paying it forward. Uh, I want to see the game to continue to grow. And this is my way. I know that I didn't want to coach, but I knew that I wanted to stay involved in the game somehow. And this is the way that I thought it was the best, just because uh, by the time I decided to be an agent, there wasn't too many women representing women. And there's definitely not a lot of women that actually play the game and have the experience that I have. So it just made sense to me. And it's been seven years now and I really love it why why was coaching not a question for
0: you. <laughs> uh,
1: it's too stressful, too much time consuming. I kind of gave almost probably like more than half of my life playing basketball, you know yeah. being away from home. I left home when I was sixteen, you know, so i've it's been a lot of the time has been robbed from being with my family um and you know, being an agent, it's great because honestly, I can work anywhere in the world i can be in china and iceland in prague in miami anywhere in the world as long as i have (laughs) my phone and my computer i can do my job and so i can spend more time at home you know that's why i'm here now uh spending time with my family you know my i have a little nephew that is 11 years old and he just missed so much and like i said i've been away from home since i was 16 and uh, my parents are getting older and i just want to make sure that i want to enjoy them you know while they're here
0: We need a little app that's like, where in the world is Tisha this week? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we are playing a get to know you game. Stick around. Welcome back inside How She Did It here with Tisha Penichero. And we are playing Getting to Know You this week. So, Tisha, your most memorable game. Could be like in Portugal when you were six. Could be in the WNBA. (laughs) Um,
1: I think it was actually in the field house at Old Dominion where we played Tennessee. And this is like Tennessee, Tennessee of Pat Summitt, Shemequa Holtzclaw. Um, and, you know, everybody knows me for passing the ball, but that game, I don't know, I just decided to score. And so I scored like 25 points, and he was – Um, obviously for me, it was a lot. And I know that I had a bunch of assists. I don't even remember how many assists I had, but I remember I had 25 points because at the time was my career high. And sometimes I would get closer to like 23 and we were playing like not a great team. And I would never want to score again because I always wanted to say (laughs) on my bio that my career high was against Tennessee, not against like William and Mary or Richard. (laughs) Right. Um, but, and we won that game. Um, so it's, I mean, obviously you you want to have a good individual game against a great team, but definitely, you know, like I said before, we, we play team sports. So I would say winning the WNBA championship in Sacramento in front, in front of our fans in 2005 against the Connecticut Sun.
0: Those assists just came too easy for you. You're like, yeah, I had some assists that game, but 25 (laughs) points. Yeah, 25 points, that's important. (laughs) Someone that inspires you. Um, my
1: parents, uh, they worked so hard. Um, you know, they were just like blue collar people, and they just, just the way they raised me and the education that they gave me, they, they raised me the right way to be kind to people and to be, um, to have humility. Um, and, you know, like they, they're the ones that I always wanted to make, to be proud of me. So I would say them for sure.
0: Funniest memory you have in your career? Fun memories? Like funny, like funny. Oh, funny. Or fun, funny or fun, whatever you want. We're very flexible here.
1: I mean, you know, like there's so many because when you are part of a team and you spend so much time, I mean, honestly, the championships and the accolades are great. But the memories that I have is sometimes from the bus, from the airports, from the locker rooms, you know, things that have nothing to do with basketball or X's and O's, but just being around my teammates and, Sometimes you know people tripping and falling, but you know, are you okay and then we laugh. So but I, I don't I don't think I can give you like one specific thing, at least I can't remember one right now, but uh, definitely just the camaraderie uh, of the te- my teammates and any team that I played overseas or in the WNBA, uh, it was always great times and just the memories that we have from you know making fun of each other and you know so stuff like that.
0: Yeah, you remember anymore. You just shoot me a text. I got you. <laughs> okay, I got you. You have said that Magic Johnson was your idol growing up. Why? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we both played the same position. We were both had a little bit of flair, and we were both tall. So, I mean, a lot of people, like, start calling me Lady Magic. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and I wasn't, I mean, this is back in, you know, when I was growing up in the early nineties, it's not like I had YouTube or internet that I could go and, you know, watch anybody on the internet, right? So I had one NBA game on Sundays afternoon that came on tape delay and I always watch it. And obviously Magic because he played my position, so Magic and Michael Jordan were my favorite players. And I remember every time on Sundays I would like watch the NBA game and then go to the playground and try to emulate or do whatever I saw Magic doing. Um, And I I remember I had a chance to meet him um, back. I think he was in an all-star in Houston and he came up to me and he was like, what's up lady magic. And I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, God! he knows who i am um so yeah but a lot of people compared i mean obviously the no passes in the flash and i think because also because of his height uh, because we're both really tall point guards obviously i was 5'11 and he's 6'9 but uh comparing um i think that's why i, I love them so much
0: that is so cool you're like magic johnson just called me lady magic okay yeah, that's nice me fun. yeah <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> I love that. Okay, guys, one last break, and the next Tisha's answering your questions. Don't go anywhere. Are you tired of looking for your phone, dropping it, or having to carry it around on your hand all the time? With Hobbesy, you can wear your phone by a crossbody strap attached to the phone case. Hobbesy makes practicality look good. Phone case necklaces have been a huge success in Europe and are finally available in the U.S., Visit www.hoobsy.com and save 20% using the code LOCKED, that's www.h-u-b-s-y.com and the code LOCKED to save 20% and see for yourself how a Hoobsy phone case necklace will simplify your life. Just check where your phone is now. Are you carrying it in your hand? Is it lying around where you can't reach it? Or will you have to look for it later? Maybe it's lost in the depth of your bag somewhere wear your phone on you with a hoopsie phone case visit www.hoopsie.com h-o-o-b-s-y dot com and be quick to save 20 percent using the code locked by the way hoopsie phone case necklaces are the perfect gift at an affordable price friends will love you for a super useful gift have your hands free but be spontaneous to take pictures or make quick calls and never look for your phone again Check out hoopsie.com for yourself or a great present to your friends. And remember, be quick and save 20% using the code LOCKED at hoopsie.com. Welcome back inside How She Did It. Thank you for sending in your questions for Tisha this week. So, Carmen Grande would like to know, how do you keep your passion for basketball alive after so many years? It's
1: natural to me. I don't have to force it. I think when you love something or somebody or it can be your favorite food or your favorite jeans it's easy to to like something or to love something and basketball is that to me it was love at first sight when my my father and my brother introduced it to me um for the first time that I picked up a basketball I loved it and I still do and it's funny because I always tell my clients I hope my passion is never greater than yours because you know I'm already done I'm done with my career Uh, but I I truly love the game I have tremendous respect for the history of the game and um I'm anxious to see where this is going with WNBA and the future of women's basketball. I feel like it's in great hands. So it's easy to love something that is is so good, you know? So uh, that's how I feel like basketball is to me. It's a great sport, but it was really, really good to me. And it still is. Where do you
0: want to see the game go?
1: Uh, continue to grow. I mean, obviously we have uh, the WNBA and everybody talks about the new CBA and, you know, things that need to change in the league. Uh, obviously this is, the league is 23 years old and, Honestly, I feel like the it's getting better and better and better. Every year, I feel like the talent is growing. Uh, little girls in high school now can have shooting coaches and trainers, and uh, they're just getting ready to, to go to that next level. So when they get there, they, they are prepared and they're ready. And, um, you know, right now we only have 12, 12 teams. Um, and not enough jobs. So, I want to see, I would love to see the league grow a little bit more, have more jobs, have more teams, uh, the, the arenas to be full, and to people really respect it. And sometimes I feel the like people that don't respect it, they've never really been to a game and they've never really uh, seen us play. Um, and obviously, the salaries, and I mean, we don't have enough time for that. But uh, I think, um, I mean, when we talk about diversity and equality and uh, equality in pay. Obviously, we, Nobody ever said that we should make the same as the NBA players uh, make. Nobody ever said that. Uh, those are people that, you know, try to um, change words in people's mouths. Um, but obviously, I, I just wanted to see the game to continue to grow and for women to, to get paid accordingly. You know, it's tough. Uh, people that don't know, I mean, I had players playing in the WNBA finals, and they were done on October 10th and October 13th or 14th. They were already on a plan to go play overseas. Um, so you don't really have time to rest like mentally or physically um, and you really have to hustle and and grind to to make
0: ends meet. This kind of goes off of what we were just talking about. Steph Mards would like to know why do you love basketball?
1: Why do I love basketball? Yeah. It's um, like I said it's uh, something that has been great to me. It's a sport that yeah, I picked up a ball and I really didn't know what it was gonna do to me. But I mean, it was my career. I mean, people sometimes go into you know their lawyers, their architects, or whatever. But basketball was that to me. I uh, I never really thought I was gonna make it a career. Even when I got on a plane and went to the to the U.S. to go to school, uh, and all of a sudden I'm getting drafted to play professional, then I'm playing professional in Europe. Uh, So that's why I love basketball. It's it's something that has been great to me. And like I mentioned before, it's not just because it was my job, but I have so many great memories. I've met so many incredible people. Um, I've been all over the world because of a little basketball, you know, and because of this game. So what is not to love? (laughs) That's
0: the question. Right. We're back to where's Tisha this week. (laughs) Okay. Taylor Lehman says, what is something we wouldn't know about you?
1: Uh, sometimes I'm um, pretty laid back I'm a homebody Um, I love 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 being at home watching TV having people over having cookouts but I mean if if I never, like, leave the house, and every time I go out, I have fun, but (laughs) I'm just to the point now that I'm just a homebody, and I just really enjoy, and that was really hard for me, and after I retired, and sometimes even, like, when I was still playing and having a day off, to know, to learn how to relax, you know, and to really, like, calm myself down, because you're so used to being in a, on a go, and having a routine, and and for me to, like, learn how to relax, it was, it was just hard. But once I learned, let me tell you, I don't want to do anything else now. I love just being at home and just just watching games, watching a movie, and having people over, and that that's, that's what I, I like to do. So maybe people don't know
0: that about me, but I definitely enjoy being home. It's re-energizing, too, you know, when you're used to just, like, go, yeah. go, go. Then you have a second to just sit and watch Netflix or something, it's like, I actually feel like I can be more productive now. What TV shows are you into at the moment? I think my
1: favorite is This Is Us.
0: Oh, literally gets me crying every time.
1: I know you'd be like, I don't want to cry, but... (laughs) Um, I mean, I kind of start watching Grey's Anatomy and it's like, you don't want to stop, but it's, what, 13, 14 seasons? So I'm still watching the How to Get get Away with Murder um power what else ballers that just finished um so yeah but some of them i'm like kind of behind because sometimes i like to not watch them because you know when you watch just Inject. fifty minutes and then it ends is like no i have to wait a week yeah so yeah i cheat and i just like wait and then you're on social media and you're like oh my god i think somebody died off and it's like <laughs> hey,
0: i gotta watch it now this <laughs> so is good advice yeah. Just wait. Binge it all at once.
1: Exactly. That's what I do. With most of them, yeah. So
0: It sounds like we watch all the same shows. So now we can talk about them. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he died. You're like, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, Get off of my timeline.
1: Time. I used to hear when I was on the West Coast and people on the East Coast used to spoil yeah. everything on Twitter. And now I'm like overseas sometimes I watch it even before everybody. So.
0: <laughs> all right. Final question comes from Sally Lowe. He says, Tisha, what is something you would want to tell young female athletes today?
1: I always say, um, believe in your dreams and really work hard to make the dreams become a reality. Um, I think (laughs) I remember even looking at myself, you know, growing up in a small city, in a small country that it's not known for women's basketball. And to look at my, (laughs) I mean, I don't know, like my, my success because since I was little, I always was stubborn, you know, like I, the guys wouldn't let me play with them. And I waited my turn. Sometimes they only had seven and okay, you can go. So we can, you can play with us so we can go four on four. So I was really stubborn and just um, persevere. And I just followed my dreams. I always wanted to go to the States and I did that. I wanted to play professional. I did that. So I and obviously, as you get to one dream and one goal, then you need to get another one and another one and another one. So you just set goals for yourself and um, and you try to accomplish them, no matter what anybody says. Obviously, I had immense support from my family, and without my parents' support and my family, and my friends, I definitely would have not ever even left Portugal to go to the U.S. Um, but that's what I, I would say. And uh, but no dream and no goal is going to be accomplished without hard work. So you have to work hard every day um, and listen to your coaches and your parents uh, because they know what they're talking about.
0: You are phenomenal and amazing. And it has been such a treat to talk with you today. Interna- my first international <laughs> call. This is history. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you hey, so much bro. for
1: joining me. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Good luck to you and everything that you do. I know you do a great job uh, and you always fight for women's basketball and for equality. So I commend you for that. And um, yeah, let me know. And this is live so I can put it out on social media and uh, let's continue to fight for women's basketball and all women in sports to continue to grow.
0: Hell yeah. Celebrating it all. (laughs) I love it. All right, guys, for Tisha Penichero, I'm Amanda Smith. We'll catch you next time on How She Did It.